Roy Andrew Brown the second. Roy Allen Brown, Allen Brown Jr. Th- Jr. Yeah. Dang, <laughs> you're a junior. Yeah, although I don't know, I was always told that when there's a third, the junior becomes the second. Um, so you're a junior up until there's a third. Oh gosh! Okay. But I also heard from someone who, uh, and I think they work here. He calls himself a second, but he's not. But well, I've always called him a junior. I would always think that well, you're a junior. He's like, no, I blah 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 the second, and I'm like, oh, that sounds regal. You know? yeah, I was just gonna say we you are know. so regal here. Uh, but yeah, I'm Roy Allen Brown Jr. Well, nice to meet you, Roy Allen Brown Jr. I am Natalie Jean Jones. Mm-hmm. If you say it in Espanol, it's Natalia Hinejones. <laughs> and you have to spit on the ground afterwards every time. That's fine. I have a friend who uh, was, who for a while we were younger, would be like, you know what, Nat? Every time I get mad, I just say, Hinejones, and spit on the ground. <laughs> and I was like, all right, man, cool. That's cool. Well, Roy, you are the newest addition to our afternoon show here yep. at q 2 Formerly known as the Freddie Mac and Nat Show, now it is the Roy, Nat, and Freddie Mac Show. Yes. And man, did we stir a pot of drama. Oh my God, right? Now granted, I do think it's a very vocal minority because there's a lot of great comments as well. Yeah. But there are people who desperately think, I would say desperately desire drama. Oh yeah, no matter what. Or they're trying to read in between the lines of what's going on. And I, I I kind of feel, um, you know, it's tough because when we're doing the show, not every time we open up the mics, we can't break it down and explain it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. We still have to do a show. Yeah. And so some people miss explanations or some people, you know what I mean? They're just like, why is this Roy guy on here? <laughs> and why does he have a damn opinion about everything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? Why is his name first? Get him off. Uh, and so, yeah, so, so we never really broke it down for everybody. And so I've been diligently trying to reach out to every single person and explain, hey, you know, uh uh you know, we're there's no there's no no one's getting fired. Yeah. Um by the way, if somebody was getting fired, they wouldn't have a transition phase. They'd be fired and I would be hired. Like yeah. that's how that works. There's not there's not like a transition. That's just too much drama. Uh there's no one getting fired. You guys did great in afternoons and um and you guys got me hired on. You know, you you we're we're building a bigger show together, and just just I didn't realize adding my name to it was going to be a whole thing. Well, here's the whole thing with the Q fam. Yeah, I was lucky. Um, I've had my trials and tribulations as well, but mm-hmm. we roll we roll deep, mm-hmm. and so we are. You're entering um, a family that already exists. A loyal, loyal. So you family, gotta yeah. yeah. So you gotta get you gotta get the approval. I know. I was really terrified. And I realized all of that as well. Well, so. I, I think I talked about it on the show yesterday. I feel like I'm yeah. in high school, and I'm like, yeah. please, I hope you like me. Um, but uh. I didn't even know. So, like, there was not, there was not an option presented to me for my name to not be on the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I came in, they the first idea was horrible. I don't even want to tell you what the first idea was. Okay, good. It was. It, well, I'll tell you anyway. Okay. <laughs> it was. It was like Freddie Mac, Nat, Freddie Mac, Nat, and Roy, and I was like, oh, 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 this guy was just tagging on at the end. Put a sticker next I, to it. It just gonna... sounds awful. <laughs> it's just Freddie Mac, Nat, and Roy. I was like, I'm, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. And then, so I was always presented with the option my name 
was in it. You know, there was never like a, a conversation about not that. Yeah. And then, so then it became to, well, how do we make this sound good? Mm-hmm. And then that's how the name came about. And you know what? When it, when we became um, uh, Freddie Mac and Nat, because it was, mm-hmm. um, I don't even know what it was before, John and Natalie, and then it just became Natalie in the afternoons, mm-hmm. and then Freddie Mac and Nat. And I didn't care. I was the one who thought of Freddie Mac and Nat. Mm-hmm. I suggested it the first time I met Freddie. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, if you accept the offer, it's got to be Freddie Mac. I was like, it just sounds better. Right. You know? And then... Everyone in my camp was like, why are you putting his name first? La, la, right. la, 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 all these non-radio people. And I was right. like, I didn't even think about that. I just thought it sounded better. It makes no difference. Oh, whatever. It, it, it makes no name, difference. Name placements nothing. literally make no difference. It's not zero, in the business zero, side. zero. It, 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 it truly is about what you can market and how to make a logo. Yeah. <laughs> like, because like, there was one uh, version, remember, it was we were thinking uh, Freddie Mac, Roy, and Nat. Yeah. So slide me in the middle. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. I'm going to stop you in the middle of all this. You what? know what you're doing? What? I know what you're doing. You what talked about doing? this yesterday, about how you um you take interviews and you turn them around and make them not about oh, yourself. Oh, crap. I do that. You're doing it right I now. I am doing it. I have a really bad habit, to people listening to your podcast or show, mm-hmm. to talk about the... to Yes. I... I I take over sometimes. No, you're not taking over. You're doing, you know who's done this before? Jenny Who? Morris, the uh, CEO of a company we work for, Hubbard yeah. Communications. So Hubbard, Bro- Hubbard Broadcasting, I interviewed her, and she turned the whole thing and made it about me. Right. And I was too nervous to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. I knew exactly what she was doing, but it was over Zoom during COVID, and I was like, I guess I just to answer her questions. I don't know. She owns the whole company, I guess. It's easier <laughs> for me to make it about you and ask you questions. Oh, well, I want to know all about Roy Brown. Because because even coming in here, before we even started recording, I was nervous and I was scared. Why are you nervous <laughs> and scared? I don't know, because... I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm here to celebrate you, and we're here okay. to celebrate right. you and learn right. more about you because I genuinely am curious. Okay. So where are you from originally? Roanoke, Virginia. God, I love Roanoke. It's on the water. No. Right? That's the other side. That's a Roanoke Rapids. Okay. Well, Roanoke is close to the edge, though. It's close. No. To, what? It's on the opposite. <laughs> what am I thinking Ro- I mean, Roanoke, there is a Roanoke over there, but it's like Roanoke Rapids. And okay. uh, there, I think there might be one in North Carolina. Uh, oh, Roanoke, I'm thinking of the Roanoke, North Carolina. There's a Virginia. It's 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 nestled in between the Appalachian Mountains. Oh. Yeah. The yeah. whole time that Freddie Mac's been telling me he's from Roanoke, I've been thinking about the Roanoke in North Carolina. Yeah, he was not near water. Okay, cool. Well, you're from there originally. Yep. And then you have one sister. What is your sister's name again? Her name's Alyssa. Long, Alyssa. Alyssa. And um, so uh, you, how long have you been in radio? Because I thought this was interesting. Yesterday, by the way, we made a two-minute long TikTok in real, and there was something I, could, I couldn't clip out any of it. Right. It I good. tried to edit it down all last night and today, <laughs> and finally I just said, F it. I was so frustrated, and I was like, yeah. this whole sucker is going up. So they, they were just like little, like, Two seconds here and there I was trying to, regardless, I learned in this yesterday that you wanted to be four things when you were younger and you've already been two of them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I was a little, little kid, I wanted to be a bus driver. Mm -hmm. I would sit behind the bus driver, the first seat on the bus, and I would talk to her during the whole drive. (laughs) You! uh, (laughs) This is not like learning about your life. Like, this all makes so much sense. Yeah, I was so fascinated with the bus driver. Uh, 
And then it was like I wanted to be a cop because I guess my parents watched cops all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I became like a cadet. There was something called an explorers program. And I'm sure that uh, Cincinnati has an explorers program here, but it's it's youth between 14 and 21. They can kind of join in and learn about being a police officer, get specialized training go on the road with the police officers and assist police officers. Do you get to wear like a sash and get like uh, a deputy uniform. badge? You wear a uniform. I wore a uniform. Yeah, you wear a uniform. What? And you would go on like real calls. And, uh, you know, so there's a 16-year-old riding with a cop somewhere <sighs> going to violent scenes, which probably isn't the best thing. You got to learn them young. You got to yeah. learn them young. Wait, can adults yeah. do this? Well, no, it's, 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 it's 14 for to 21. Years. It's only for oh, youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then the, kind of the idea was, you know, you would do that and then you would segue into the academy and become a cop. Um, Super cool. So you did that and then realized you didn't want to be a cop? Realized you didn't want to be a cop. Um. Didn't want to be a cop. Wasn't for me. Uh, they drive around and uh, do dangerous things. Not for me. Risking your life. So, but then I was already kind of on track with criminal justice in school, going to college for criminal justice. And so I th- I then was like, well, I should probably stick in this realm. And so at one point I did do 911 for a year. Yeah. I've heard that that's, that's a great job. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't, I enjoyed it. The hours were very difficult. Really? Yeah. Like all of, did you work the overnights and whatnot? 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Ah, it's a it's a a rough shift, and you don't get paid extra to be 7 Mm. p.m. to 7. At least in my town, you did. That sounds like that would be the 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 exciting time, or not exciting, but the busy time. Well, it's it's busy up until uh like two or three when the bars let out and everybody goes home, goes to bed. Yeah. And then you're like we would throw football in the 911 center, and we would talk and really yeah. as someone who's not into sports you would throw the I'll football, toss huh? I'll all toss right ball. you know i throw yeah. i uh i own a couple footballs i have one one here in the studio mm-hmm. and i throw the ball with my dad mm-hmm. a lot we still toss as uh not the big football i would never throw the big footballs I, throw I got, like a, I got a nerf, nerf one. Yeah, I like got nerf nerfs, ones here. Yeah. All, right. all right cool uh, yeah so i did that as well so i did uh those those careers and I think that's about on track with what I wanted to do as a kid. And then you wanted to be a radio person, and now you're on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. A buddy of mine uh, kind of got me into it. And I never really, re- I mean, I DJed, and I would, I would, I loved listening to radio, and I loved listening to radio shows. And mm-hmm. I guess there was a part of me that wanted to DJ, but I never actually thought that was like an attainable thing. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I thought that. Um, like I put radio stars and like actors in the same bucket. Like I was like, I don't know how you go get a radio show. I don't know how you just go get on a movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that didn't make sense. I'm like, you apply? Like, well, how does that work? <laughs> like, Is my do- resume? <laughs> how do you do? How, how do you get on the radio? What times New Roman Fox? Yeah, and uh, and then and so uh, a buddy of mine got me in, and I was uh producing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Isn't that, and then you, did you like, do you like production or talent side better? Ooh, They're kind of one and the same. Yeah. I mean, the bigger shows have their own producers, so the talent doesn't have to produce. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I can produce. I did not like producing. I still do not like producing. Yeah. Um, it is very busy work. Yeah. And attention to detail. And I'm a big vision guy. And, um, 
But yeah, I, I mean, you do. Whoa, what you have whoa, to do. whoa! I thought they brought you in here because you're attention to detail guy. Freddie Mac and I are equally not attention to detail um, people. I'm attention to detail when I have to be. Oh, Doesn't wait. mean I love that part of my job. <laughs> <laughs> Hear you on that. Feel you on yeah. that. Sure. <laughs> it's not like I'm craving sharpening my number number two pencils and <laughs> you know keeping everything in order. But you know, I got to do what you got to do. Okay, so what is your drink of choice? Alcohol or like just like soda? Uh, alcohol. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah. Okay. Um, right now it'd be Casamigos on ice. Ooh, I'm, same. Right now, yeah. I do the. Oh, you like the blanco? I do the. Reposado. I do the blanco. I'll I'll grow up and get mm. the reposado. But what, what you gotta do with the reposado though is you gotta add sweetness to it. Oh. So it gives you like a mezcali feel. I love mezcal. Okay, but mezcal isn't that smoky? It is. I don't like smoky. Uh, you know, I, I guess it's an acquired taste. Yeah. I equally do not like smoky. I don't yeah. like barbecue. Yeah. I don't like any I other kind like, of stuff. If you spent 23 hours smoking something, a meat, I'm probably not going to like it. Yeah, so I like yeah. the tenderness. But. Yeah, right. But uh, the reposado does, if you add an orange and a lime to it, it makes it... Yeah, I mean, it sounds oh. good. I like the Blanco because I taste banana. That's right. And I tell people that, and they're like, you taste banana? And I'm like, Freaking I freak. do. God, we got to get us banana. some bottles here and keep them here. All right, yeah. so now that you're in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. did you ever, you came here because your partner, yeah. uh, Sterling, yep. your fiance Sterling. Wait, so tell us, though, how long have y'all been engaged? We got engaged. I proposed to him in June of 2020. He proposed to me in November of 2020. I'm going to give you a heavy hitter question here. When did you come out? As a gay man. Publicly, uh, like, uh, like amongst friends, or are you talking about, like, publicly? Publicly. Publicly would be 2018. Okay, I, I, I asked that because you came out publicly on air. I did. And not on your previous radio show, not, it wasn't planned. No. And that was just two years before you, um... You proposed to Sterling. So were you guys already dating when you came out on air? Yeah, we were already dating. We started dating in 2016, so we were dating oh. two years before I came out. Okay. Uh, and there came a period. So I was on a national TV show. Yes, some, you were. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. We yeah. have so much to talk about. You're on Big Fat, My Big Fat Fabulous Life. Yeah, on TLC. In 2017. Yes, that okay. we started that in 2017. Uh, 16, started in 2016. Went through 17, think wrapped up in 18. But, but, uh, and I was in the closet mm-hmm. th- through that whole period. And I hated, um, what was going on in my life at that time with these walls of being in the closet. I yeah. mean, I'm on national TV and I'm lying about Sterling. And, uh, I was kind of forced to be, to, to lie given how, my experience on the TV show was going, and because um, on the show you were quote unquote dating a girl. Well, they, were... they, they, I was her love interest. I think mm. she wanted to date me, and I didn't want to date her because, well, I was gay, <laughs> and yeah. I was not prepared to tell, you know, three million people uh, that I was gay. Let alone, I had to tell my parents, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I then started the process after going through that that experience i started the process of telling the people closest to me that needed to know like my mom and dad my sister knew my sister yeah. and my best friend she knew forever ago yeah <laughs> uh but really it was just only them two because everyone um that i worked like on my show knew my producers knew my boss knew um 
none of the external staff that supported my show knew, but really the people that mattered within my little unit knew. Yeah. Uh, so then, you know, um, once I told the people that need that, I, you know, like my parents that I felt like needed to know, then it came to a point where I was like, okay, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. But I also didn't want to. Next Tuesday at 8 a.m., <laughs> big announcement. Yeah. You know? And uh, there was a period where it just didn't come up. Yep. It just didn't come up. And and then that one day on the radio show, it came up. Which is so great. So I listened to the clip. So a man called in and said... Um, he was 26 or 27, and he said, I've been, I've known I've been gay since middle school, mm-hmm. and my dad doesn't know, mm-hmm. and how do I tell him? Yeah. And then you get, gave him your advice. Yes. Yep. And that was totally unsolicited, and were you, were you ready for that in the moment? I think, uh, yeah, there came a moment, and, and I'd have to rewatch the clip, but there was a moment when my head where I was just like, yeah, let's just do it. Here we go. Let's just do it. And and I and and I didn't warn my co-hosts. So if you if you watch that clip, you could see them go, "Oh, so we're we're doing this shit today." I just listened um, to it. Uh, excuse me, we're we're doing this today. Yeah. Uh, and um, and so they were shocked, and then that kind of derailed the rest of the show. Yeah. Because that was like at seven a.m. and we're like, we have two hours of show left, and mm-hmm. everyone just came out of the closet. Yeah. Wow, we got to now spend the rest of the show on this. Um, but yeah, it's a brave, it's a brave thing. I've talked about this briefly, and I don't make it a big part of my life. But like, I've dated women in the past, mm-hmm. and uh, the last woman I dated, we both were like, she was in the closet, and I was like, I think this is kind of a a dual thing for me. I don't think I'm going to go full throttle with this. Mm-hmm. And what was really great about it was at the time, everyone kept saying you should really talk about it on the show because since I've had this radio job, mm-hmm. and I thought that that was a big responsibility. I was not willing. I wasn't willing, but I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not really sure where I am on on this spectrum. Yes. Yeah. And the best, the, the most beautiful thing about it was her and I both came out of it because she wasn't either. She was on the fence or mm-hmm. she was like confused. Mm-hmm. And she came out of it and was like, I'm 100. She came out. We broke up. I, I realized to me, I was like, this is actually not a 100% thing for me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, wow, I realized that it is for me. And then she came out afterwards and was like living her best life now, as am I on the opposite side. Right. So I realized, like, I actually don't want to date ladies forever. I want to marry a man. Man, she was like, I want to marry a lady, and I was like, girl, you go get yourself. I love it when people dabble. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they and they and they just see what it's like over there. I dabbled with with you know I had a couple girlfriends. Yeah. You know. Um, Well, now that you're here in Cincinnati and you've been here for six months, Mm -hmm. all right. So. How do you feel about the whole Catholic school thing? Did you go to a Catholic school? I did not go to Catholic school. I went to public. Oh, you're one of those. My parents didn't right. have money for that. No, but here, and since you, you don't need money to go to Catholic school in Cincinnati, it's just kind of like a rite of passage. Oh, really? Somehow they make it happen. Okay, because yeah. like... I'm like, we were really poor, and I'm one of five, and we all went to Catholic schools. There's no way. Okay, because yeah. I've always been told it's like 15 grand no. per kid. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Maybe some of the high schools are, but yeah. the grade schools, no, not so much. No, we, I, did, I did the public school, and, and really religious schools weren't even, surprisingly, for the Bible belt that I lived in, I, I don't even remember... Religious schools being that much of a thing. Okay. Yeah. When you were in college, where did you go to school? 
when I was in college. When you were younger. When I was younger. Wait, what? So you had. So I, did you? Are you asking which college I went to? No, because <laughs> um, because okay, Roy is really modest about this, but you studied. You did um, Harvard online. I did do that, but I'm, I am modest about it because I don't think it's that big of a deal. But uh, yeah. But before that, were you at like another undergrad? Yeah, I did. Um, I did. Well, I, I went to community college. Okay. And then I dropped out because I got a radio show. That's right, and baby. And I'm like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, someone's paying me to talk for a living. <laughs> Screw school. Uh, and then life kind of went on. And uh, I, I then started getting more into my studies when I had my morning show. Mm. So uh, I went into real estate school. Mm-hmm. And in North Carolina, it's really hard to become a real estate agent. Really? It's a very difficult school. Um, and most people fail. Most people fail. Really, in real estate school in North Carolina. Wow, it's like know. it's like a seventy percent, eighty, seventy-five percent failure rate the first go around. I bet you passed. I passed. Out. I You're passed. I, I really. It was the first time I ever read a textbook from cover to cover. First time in my life. You're interested in this, huh? Well, I, at the time I was. It was kind of a storyline for the show because mm-hmm. I didn't have a hobby, and uh, our, we had a consultant at the time was like, "You need to go and get a hobby." And you were like, "Let me just get another job, my dude." That's what I did. I mean, kind <laughs> of. It was like, well, you know, my yeah. sister was a real estate agent at the time, and uh, my dad has owned properties, and I was like, you know, let me go see what the fun is in this. Yeah. And I and I actually really enjoyed school. And then, so that's when I then went to Harvard to study negotiation, and then uh, then I wrapped up my undergrad. You know what? We should. We have a lot in common. Um, my parents have always dabbled in re- in real estate. My stepdad yeah. as a general contractor, and you know, buying and selling stuff all the time. And my mother was a real estate agent for a while, mm. and I was briefly a mortgage broker. Okay. And then in college, I was the president of the speech and debate team, mm-hmm. which is something that I will say as much as possible to the day I die because mm-hmm. I just it's my favorite thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I'm good at negotiating or arguing, but you seem really good at it. So maybe you could teach me a thing or two. Uh, one thing I learned is that whole hostile shit. Oh, sorry. You have to bleep that out, too. I'm, I don't know. So, this is an explicit podcast. I'm so comfortable you can say the fuck with you. you want. Uh, all that hostile thing, uh-huh. uh, that's not real. That's not how you get deals done. It, yeah, is, it is finding concessions. That's how, that's, that's negotiations, finding concessions. There you go. But, but I, um, Oh, you said something, and I was going to say something back. What? I don't know. You know, talking about your hobbies, tell me about your flight simulator. Oh, yes. Kind of a flight nerd. What is a flight simulator? I have a yoke and uh, pedals for my rudders. What is a yoke? And, uh, well, well, it's the steering plane to the Oh, the this is like wheel. a fake like a fake thing? Well, it's connected to my computer, and that has a simulator software where I can fly, and it gets real-time weather, so I can, and it's real-time, like, time, so I could, if I'm flying on my simulator in Cincinnati, I'm experiencing in my simulator exactly what pilots are experiencing. Do you want to fly in Cincinnati? Nope. Okay, I was like, we, we can, uh, you want to be a passenger in a little small plane? Not really. Okay. Not change really. your mind. We can make that happen today. I'm sure we could. I I'm I um I I don't ever want to fly because I'm afraid that I'll wreck. Wait. Okay, but that's part of it. Do you mm. fly like commercial? 
Always fly commercial, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, but on a little plane, you don't want to go on a little plane because you think you're going to wreck. I think that those, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know. I would like have to know the pilot, and I would want to know their their hours. And <laughs> I was going to say, one of my good friends, one of my good friends flies, and he's flown me around Cincinnati, and it's yeah. so cool to see our city from a totally different perspective. It is. To make it I, happen. I just, I have a lot more comfort um, sitting with my cocktail on on a on a Boeing seven thirty seven. Do you know what I love the most about you? There are a lot of things, and we are we are fast friends here mm-hmm. in in the in the beginning stages. Yeah. Um, is you are so comfortable with everything. I can't. I'm like I can't sense you. Earlier, you said you were nervous, and I was like, "The mm, fuck, you're nervous? No, you're because, not." Because I everything don't know. you're like, this is who I am. This is what's happening. Well, I'm just I mean, here. I mean, what am I? I can't uh, lie and scream and run out of the room if I don't like a question. Well, that's what I do. I'm like, what? This is blasphemy. I'm, I'm no. in it. I'm in it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I take I, it, it, it's it's um, and you know, maybe it's something I learned back at nine one one. It's like, okay, here's the problem, or here's yeah. what's going on, and what do we need to do with it? So you seem to have a very solid sense of self, with uh, which yeah. I think is fantastic, and everybody does. I would say more solid than. Myself, for instance. Oh, I could still sure. freak. It just takes me a little bit to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so I could still have a nervous breakdown like anyone else. I just, you know. So you and your fiance have been engaged now for two years, and you have yep. zero plans. Not that you're ever not going to get married, and not that it doesn't mean a lot, but you don't have like you haven't tried to plan it's this wedding so at all. Hard. So we got we got engaged during COVID, mm-hmm. and there were no weddings. Yeah. And then everyone that had their wedding canceled got rebooked to 2021. Yes. Then 2022 kind of then started uh, to getting taken up. Mm-hmm. And then there just kind of came to a point that we were like, wow, I don't even, what we thought we wanted, we end up didn't want. And then we would try again and see if we want this type of wedding. And then we really didn't want that. Uh, and, and, and we would get really far in the process and we were like, ooh, I don't think this is it. Uh, and then, and then it comes down to now we're going on over two years, going to be soon three years. And you're like, we're already living life. Like we're married. So now, now it's a money thing because before it was like, all right, yeah, let's spend the money and let's get married. Now you're like, we've already been married. Why would I want to waste this money? (laughs) What about eloping or destination wedding? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've thought about it. Uh, you know, where would you go? I don't know. Do I like- don't know. I, I we even thought a venue here in uh, Cincinnati, and I, and I won't tell you which one, um, because we went to we went to it recently and realized it's not the one. Mm. Um, you know, and you know, so that just keeps happening. We 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 think this is it, and then we're like we get disappointed, and um, we're gonna figure it out. I told him I was like, let's just go to the courthouse and. Make it official, and then let's just have dinner. <laughs> Maybe so. You should, you should. I've always wanted to have a wedding and then march in a parade afterwards. I'm like, we should have a have a parade. That's Love fun. Parade. Well, that's like what um, uh, a couple of my friends have done. That it's fantastic. Um, uh, I think that's part of like Indian weddings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do like a parade from the ceremony. No, it's not even ceremony reception because we marched to the ceremony. I think it was like breakfast to ceremony. Yeah. It was like a whole parade. Whole it was thing. a lot of fun. Parade all day. It was uh, th- That was the best wedding I ever went to. It was like three days of celebration and yeah. fun events and um, delicious. My, my um, aunt and uncle, my uncle married, a uh, white American man married an 
an Indian woman, mm-hmm. and um, I, I was a little kid, but I do remember it being really hot. They got married at the Cincinnati Zoo here, Ooh. and they couldn't get an elephant, so they rented white horses. So they tried to get like a troop of elephants or whatever mm. group of elephants. Remember, that's the one thing they always said. Um, but so, if you're not going to do a destination wedding, do you enjoy travel? Oh, I love traveling. Mm, love tell me it. about one of your favorite trips. Uh, Paris would be my favorite, and it's Eddie. the really only time I went to Europe. Was really? Paris. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I've never been to Europe, but I've been to all these like random other countries and whatnot but like never been to europe like have you hopped around mexico and the caribbean oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. because it's and easy like southeast asia and like that type of stuff but oh okay that's um, not easy yeah and this year i think i want to go to europe and the galapagos but i don't have enough vacation time what's galapagos so galapagos islands hey, in that? ecuador oh, they're fantastic i don't know so that uh galapagos islands are, are known to be like the most pristine um hmm. outdoor and animals yeah. In the world, and there are even so it's, it has its own habitat. So there are animals that live that are native to the Galapagos Islands, and then aren't anywhere else in the world. Wow. Okay. And a friend of mine recently went on a yoga retreat there, and she just said it was a trip of a lifetime. You have to go. So okay. I was like, Galapagos. There we go. I have to go. So, yeah. yeah, I, I want to go to London. I want to go mm-hmm. to back, I want to go back to Paris because I went uh, for New Year's. It was freezing. Mm. So it was nice. Oh, you don't like the cold stuff. You're a beach guy. I am a beach guy, but you know, we always just used to take a new. Cheryl and I took a, a New Year's trip because that's when my show would go dark. That's ah. the official production term. Nice. Our show went dark during uh, that period, and uh, so that was really the only time we could do a big trip. So it was always in the cold, unless we went to the Caribbean or, you know, Mexico or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to go back, like, in the summer and, like, go to clubs in What Paris. do you like about it the most? Of Paris? Yeah. Uh, food. I, I, back then, I didn't like wine. Back then, I didn't like wine. And Paris is really good for the champagne and wine. Mm-hmm. So if I went back, I'd probably have a lot of fun with that. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The art, you know, mm-hmm. the history. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Well, we're out of time right yep. now. But we're going to have to do this again because we're just scratching the surface. We didn't even get to any of the stuff that I actually wanted to get to. So this is part one. Part one. Here we go. Is is that a bad thing that we didn't get to anything? Is it because I I rambled too much? No. Okay. (laughs) Not at all. Okay. It just means that the depths, we're just figuring them out now. So it means we have so much Part one with Roy, and we'll see how part two goes. All right. Well, we'll be back.